Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am sitting in the tour van of a band called U.S. Girls, and I'm talking to the ringleader of the band. I'd love you to introduce yourself. Hello, this is Meg Ramey. Hi, Meg. Did you like my description of what you do? Yes. Accurate. Perfect. So how has your day been so far? Pretty easy. A very simple border crossing. We didn't even have to get out of the van. And I went to the bank because I live in Canada, so I got to go to TD Bank here and do my banking. And then sound check was great. The sound here at Biltmore is very good. And then I got dressed in the bathroom, and then I... Now I'm with you. I'm sitting in the van here with you, and there's a whole bunch of records at my feet. Somebody has bought some records. Lots of people. There's eight people in the band, seven of which have bought records. I'm the only one to yet buy a record. And why is that? Because the boss doesn't get paid. How about we play a song I thought that I would start things off with, Pearly Gates, off your latest record in a poem unlimited. So let's pretend for a moment that the listener has never heard of U.S. Girls before. What would you say to get them ready for this song? Oh, take your pants off. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's it. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Pearly Gates off the record 
in a poem unlimited by us girls i'm sitting here with meg in her van i'd love you to tell me a bit more about this track well it was originally a beat made by lewis percival who's um a producer i've worked with for a long time he made this kind of demo of it i took it and wrote the vocals over it and then we gave it to someone who charted it out and then a band re-recorded it so it originally started off kind of sample based and then the band uh, actually played it but it still has that kind of it sounds like the original sample material for a hip-hop song or something due to that now and it's a song about having sex with saint peter to try to get into heaven so for people who don't know who is saint peter he's the gatekeeper to heaven what about that myth inspired the song well, the original inspiration for the song came from a friend who told me a story secondhand about a friend of hers who had sex with a guy that we knew or was about to have sex with him and he didn't want to use a condom and he his excuse for it was that he was really good at pulling out. So don't worry about it. And so that was kind of the original um, inspiration for the song. But then I got thinking about how sometimes... You have sex with someone to get something you want, but th- th- it's a tricky. It's tricky because you there's no guarantee you're going to get it. So imagine if you had sex with Saint Peter as a deal, and you thought, "Good, I'm going to get into heaven now." And then he was like, you know, Nick, he acted like he didn't know who you were. <laughs> <laughs> so Meg, you are a U.S. citizen living in Toronto, Canada. You've said several times in various interviews that living outside the United States has made it easier to examine your relationship with the U.S. You gave sort of a unhappy sigh as I was reading that out. <laughs> I just hear this a lot. But it's, it, I don't mind talking about it. Oh, you know, anything. It's like that thing where it's like hindsight's twenty twenty, or just like being, remo- you know, removing yourself from a situation. Sometimes if someone tells you your exact story or hardship, but under the guise of someone else, you know what to do, how to solve the problem. But if it's, you, you know, if you're hearing it in your own head, you don't really get it. Uh, we always know how to give the right advice to other people. But I'm grateful that I don't live in the States anymore because I really needed to get out of there. But I don't feel like Canada's like, per- I mean, no, it's not perfect there or anything like that. So I have a whole new set of, um, you know, a whole new history, which I didn't know to critique and learn the truth about. Yeah, I was going to say one one disadvantage of Trump in the United States is that unfortunately I think that many of the other Western leaders kind of get a free pass because everyone can look at Trump and say, well, at least it's not him. Yeah, that's the biggest gift that Trump has given to uh, the, the powers that be, unfortunately. The, I think a lot of people are very fooled by Trudeau, for sure, because he's good-looking. But... Um, he's actually a jackass. So that's a great segue. Let's play the track Mad as Hell. How would you like to say something about that before we hear it? I'm mad as hell.
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Mad As Hell by U.S. Girls off the record in a poem, Unlimited. I have Meg from the band here. She's kind of shivering in the tour van. I'd love you to tell me a bit more about this song. Mad As Hell um, was written when I started uh, the U.S. election. Last U.S. election was occurring and everyone was um, kind of starting to mourn the fact that Obama wasn't going to be in office anymore and I didn't share that mourning because I had done some research on the military spending and it got me to thinking about writing a song that was maybe controversial or not very popular at that time and it still is not very popular, a critique of Obama. It's just all presidents suck. And Obama, though he did many things, and I'll do nothing to take away from him as a symbol, which I think is very important, he as well was and is a jackass. So you are on tour right now. You're touring the current record in a poem unlimited. This record was worked on by many of your friends. You've said you think of yourself as the head curator of U.S. Girls, so I'd love you to talk about recruiting and harnessing the talent and passion of your friends for this project. Well, I've been collecting talented people in my pocket for a long time, but mostly the people that played on this record were people from Toronto. So I've lived there for about eight years and have, over those years, uh, some of these people are recurring people that I've worked with, like my husband, Max Turnbull, for this whole time, and Louis Percival, same. But then um, a lot of people are new people that I didn't know who were recommended. I was saying to someone, oh, I need someone, you know, that can sing really, really low, a good baritone. They'll say, oh, I know this guy. Calling them up saying, hey, will you do this? I don't have much money. You know, it was calling in a lot of favors. A lot of people just get who were into either the tunes or the message behind the tunes or or we're just doing it as a personal favor to me as a friend um but there's like over 20 people on the record so you know i'm the one who does all the interviews and gets all the kind of cultural capital from it but this wouldn't the record wouldn't exist without each of these people coming to the table and bringing you know their best skill to it and it was a long uh a long process but well worth it because that's, I mean, why the record is so good, I think, because we spent a lot of time on it. So I'm going to play Velvet for Sale next off the current record. How about you get specific and tell me about who you recruited and how? Velvet for Sale, the backing band on the track was the Cosmic Range, which is a kind of cosmic jazz group, instrumental group from um, Toronto. That song was a demo that Max Turnbull made that was based on uh, samples from this song called Witch Hunt by this band called Frog. So it was a sample-based demo, which was then charted, and then the band played it back live. So it's an interpolation now, not a sample. And um, there's a crazy uh, solo in the middle of it that everyone thinks is a guitar, but it's actually a clavinet through a mod wheel. And it is played by Mike Smith, who is one of Toronto's greatest musicians. Oh yeah, one other thing. Basha Boulat sings on the uh, chorus. And for those who don't know, who is she? Basha Boulat is Canada's sweetheart.
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track, Velvet for Sale, off the record in a poem unlimited by U.S. Girls. I'm sitting here in the tour van with Meg. I would love it. Maybe you can tell me about the story behind the lyrics in this song. Velvet for Sale comes from a frustration of um, women and uh, maybe weaker, quote-unquote, weaker people or children being attacked by men and me being a woman how my whole life I've been scared walking down the street even when there's no reason to be just because I'm alone and I'm unarmed and how sometimes that makes you maybe want to be armed because you and how I could understand how maybe people do arm themselves because it thinks you think it gives you power but it doesn't the story is basically a dialogue between two women one woman trying to convince another hey you're freaked out, you can't sleep at night because you're scared of this guy and da-da-da and you should buy a gun because, you know, we should start killing these people because they're killing us. I don't agree with that, though. I'm a pacifist. I think that violence only always leads to more violence. Um, but it's a it's an interesting concept to think about. You know, these abusers and killers are uh, really lucky that we're, we don't... Uh, have the violence streak in us or something. I don't know. But it's, yeah, I don't know. What's it like being a pacifist and taking on two characters that are talking about doing the opposite of what you believe in? I mean, it's nice for me to be able to attempt to try and get in someone else's brain, you know? I can't know entirely what it's like, but it's a good exercise for me in empathy and trying to understand where other people come from, and especially people I don't agree with. I think that's the people we should be trying to get into the heads of the most. Because if you're getting in the heads of people that think just like you, it's just, it's too comfortable, you know? And there's nothing, no interesting dialogue comes from that. Um... But it didn't change my mind about it or anything, you know. All right. I wanted to play a track off the previous record, Half Free, which came out in 2015. My favorite songs off that record are Damn the Valley or Window Shades. And I thought I'd let you pick which one I should play. Mm, Damn that Valley. And why should I play that one? Because we don't play that one live yet with the band. We've been playing Window Shades on this tour. And I, I haven't heard Damn That Valley in a while, and it's just a, I think it's a really um, heavy song.
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track, Damn That Valley, off the record, half free by U.S. Girls. I have Meg here in the van. I would love you to tell me the story behind the title of this song. Damn That Valley comes from a book I read called War by Sebastian Younger, who is a person, who, a journalist who was embedded with the army battalion or platoon I don't know what the right name is for it but in Afghanistan and there is a certain valley that he where he was where the stupid army kept sending their uh, guys into this valley when al-qaeda was stationed you know on the hills of the valley just picking them off and it was this you know very scary thing that they would have to go through travel through this valley and there was a phrase that the soldiers then came up with the DTV or damn the valley and a lot of them would get tattoos of it or write it on their on their helmets before they would walk through it and you know going on fool's errands basically you put out seven records before your two breakthrough in quotes records from 4AD at the record label with all this work behind you I'd love you to tell me about how you construct the shows so obviously on this tour you're playing heavily off in a poem unlimited, but you've got a lot of stuff to choose from to build out your set. Yeah, we're playing from in a poem unlimited, half free, U.S. Girls on Crack, free advice column. Uh, we play something from Go Gray sometimes. Um, I think that's maybe as far back as it goes. But the plan is to continue. You know, we have a lot of touring ahead of us, which means we have to keep it interesting. So I think we're going to be going back through the catalog to um, rework some old songs and make live arrangements for them. But yeah, I mean, constructing the set, it changes every night. It depends on how much time we have. Um, It depends on the setting. It depends if it's outdoors, indoors, day, night, that kind of stuff. really dictates on how we're going to build it. Sometimes what the room is like itself, a shape or a vibe can, can dictate it. But right now, a large focus of getting this set together is trying to play new things um, because obviously a lot of people who are getting into U.S. Girls are only knowing the new stuff right now. So you've got to kind of try to you got to try to cater to them a, a bit. But then we we th- we throw it all off a cliff at the end of the set. So in a poem unlimited, obviously gave you a whole bunch of songs to add to the repertoire. Can you talk about one that had to get dropped but you miss every night? From In a Poem Unlimited? Oh, Lord. No, I mean from older stuff that you oh, don't play anymore. older stuff? I don't know. I don't know if anything got dropped that we were playing. Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that got dropped because of the setup being different, that the band hasn't worked things out yet. So Damn That Valley, we're not doing it. I wish we were. Woman's Work, a song from Half Free, I really wish we were doing. Um, and there's a lot of songs that just don't have arrangements yet yeah so i mean i couldn't pick one there's tons there's i mean there's so many songs in the back catalog it's i wish we could do them all so i thought i'd play an older track now i'm gonna play state house it's a man's world off u.s girls on crack i'd love you to tell me a bit about that state house is um a song that uh, max made the beat for um, and there's a little clapping sound in it that's two piece of, pieces of wood that we found that were banging together. And it's a song about women in competition and, and how women often 
we don't often realize until it's too late that we're on the same side. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. We just heard the short song, State House, It's a Man's World, off U.S. Girls and Crack. That's a record that came out in 2011 by U.S. Girls. I've got Meg here in the van with me. While we talk a bit more, I'm going to play your cover of Brandy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine, and I'd love you to talk a bit about that as they can hear it in the background because that one makes me smile when I hear it. one of my favorite songs when I was in high school. I had the CD single of it, and I remember the video so well. Um, Brandy and Monica both love both of them so much. It's a beat that was originally made by Louis Percival, and he uh, would rap over it, or uh, just kind of, he just made it as an instrumental that he would use sometimes too, and he knew I loved that song, and then when I heard it, it was like, I should do the vocals for it and wouldn't it be funny to do both voices so it's kind of like you're the you know it's the same person I was going to ask why didn't you recruit one of your many friends to be (laughs) Brandy or Monica I wasn't singing with people yet then that's like 2010 or 11 and I wasn't at that point yet with my singing where I was uh, I was working with other voices that's a that's a relatively new thing for me if you could pick somebody now to redo the song, who would you want to do it with? Oh, Amanda Christ, a singer I've worked with a bunch. She sings on both Half Free and, and Poem. And uh, she's in this band called Ice Cream from Toronto that are fabulous. And she's got the right attitude to do that song. All right. It's the end of the show. Thank you very much for spending some time with me tonight, Meg. I appreciate it. At the end of the show, I let the guest pick one of their tracks, and I'm going to say, why don't you pick a track from In a Poem Unlimited that you aren't playing in the live show, and then tell me why. Okay, song that I will pick. Incidental Boogie I would pick. We're not playing that yet just because we haven't gotten around to the arrangement. It's a little bit of a weird time signature um, that the band is maybe intimidated by, but we're going to tackle soon. And that's a song that was previously released in a more sample-based format and the band redid it for this album and I think really uh, it's been reborn and it's the heaviest track on the song or song on the album I think and the song name once again Incidental Boogie thank you very much for being on my show thank you for having me
Hi, this is Meg Remy from U.S. Girls. You're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. <laughs> 